it's a non-negotiable to be yourself in your business and be yourself in your brand because this is the very, very thing that can make or break you. What is it, fam? This is your host, May Bornilio, and welcome to the Scale on Socials podcast, the show for social media managers and service providers who want to grow a profitable online business. This is a space where you learn how to sign clients, bring in more income, and make more impact. All these without complicated tech or complex funnels. Instead, we'll go with simple yet powerful methods that you can use right now. Over the past years, I've grown from charging $2 per hour into growing my flagship program, helping service providers hit five dollars to $10,000 cash months, all through socials. Social media can change your life if done right. And I am here to share with you the best lessons I've learned in this journey in hopes that it can help yours too. Let's get into the goods of today's podcast. Awesome. I invite you to speak up. Let's get into a call where not May is speaking, but we are all speaking. And that's what I'm interested in doing today. Let's do a little bit of a roundup of our year. Let's start with Coach Karen. Um, yeah, honestly, I'm a bit confused on how I would end my year and how I would start my 2023 because I'm just in that state currently where I'm just sick of Dubsado right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Why not? I don't know. I've been doing like, it for them here, right? Almost two years, actually. Um, and I, I, I did not expect that I would reach this point because I really love the platform. I love what I'm doing. I, I didn't even know where this came from. Like, why did I suddenly feel this way? And as you know, Coach, I decided to offer the Psycho Coaching, and then I backed out because it was just too much for me. Yeah. Um, there's so much resistance. And then I think that also affected how I offer the services to my clients. Right now, I'm not getting any inquiries and I'm okay with it. <laughs> and I'm even thinking of exploring other skills now. I don't know what, what what's happening. You're clearly bored of what, what you're doing. And I'm going <laughs> to tell you that it's okay to get bored and... I, I get bored of so many things. I got bored of the current format of OBS and thus I'm changing the whole damn thing. So, you know, things are not bad when it calls for change. I think there is deeper work into asking yourself, what is causing the resistance for change? Why do you not want to change it? Is it fear that you won't get the income that you're used to this year? Is it fear that you're going to start from scratch? Like dig deep. What does that look like? I think I'm also not ready to start from scratch because you know how I started coach crying in the sessions and it was really, really exhausting. And um, I am also afraid that I, I don't want to go through that again, but also at the other, like at the back of my mind, I am also confident that I already know what to do before I was still learning. Now I already know what to do. So maybe, I don't know, maybe just overwhelmed with, with everything right now that I even like my mind shuts down. I don't even want to think about it. (laughs) I know I have to, but I don't want to think about it. (laughs) Makes sense. And perhaps it's just really you needing that time and space to get your head cleared. Mine took a full year. The ideas that I'm about to implement now started in January. 
And you don't have to take this long. Like if I break it down, it was fear of, like I mentioned, it was fear of not earning as much as I'm already earning. Um, It's fear of starting from scratch. But here's the thing that I realized. We are incapable of stepping back. Like when you're expanded to, to shrink back is impossible. It's not possible. Like when you've gotten the breakthrough already, when you've realized the lessons, when you've implemented new things, you have stepped into another level already. It is impossible for you to step down because you've already learned. You're not unlearning the things. You're just applying it into something new. So I think the step of change, the fear is coming from you getting out of your comfort zone because you're comfortable with Dubsado. You know it in and out. And this goes with everything that we do. But then the thing is, like we were just talking about it with Amy earlier, life is a reflection of elements. When water is static, when water is not moving, it gets dirty. And that's where all the diseases start to come from, you know, and like, this is us. If we're not moving, if we're not flowing, you're really just in that comfort zone. And actually the call to change the service is, is, is a step of expansion. It's you figuring out things that, oh, you can actually do this, or you can actually earn more. You're not letting go of anything for the sake of it. You are following the call inside. And you will know that it is deeper because you will feel it. You will feel the resistance in doing more Dubsado. You will feel, you know, being okay with not getting Dubsado clients. Like if you just erase everything and all the expectation and all the fear and all the discomfort and just start to lean in and listen to what you actually feel, you'll have the direction. Where do you actually want to go? What do you actually want to do? It it pays to remind yourself, that you're in the business not only to make money, but to, to have so much fun doing what you're doing. But if you're not having so much fun, then why would you keep doing it? Right? And I always say it that when you're having fun, you will always want to do better. And you'll always want to do the thing that is enjoyable for you. And when you're doing that, it's inevitable for you to earn money. Like, it's just, it just happens. When you love something, you implement it, it, it serves people, you will earn money from it you'll be paid and if they're not feeling the love that you have right now for Dubsado then then it it defeats the purpose of really having a business with freedom fun and income does that make sense um everything you said coach they're already proven and I went through that and like I know that it will work I know that I can do this I know that I can adapt to the change I guess it just takes so much energy from me right now to start again. So yeah, I'm just like, I'm just letting myself rest and and not even think about that right now. It will come, I know. Hopefully, hopefully it comes while I still have the funds. <laughs> so yeah, but but thank you. Thank you for reminding me that um, that I can still, I, I can go through that again. And everything has been proven. Everything is working. It has worked in the past. Um, yeah. Thank yeah, you. definitely. And and I just want you want to remind you to like again be easy on yourself because it's December. You have done such an amazing job for the whole year, serving the Sado clients, increasing your prices. It's been amazing. And I don't want you to rub yourself out of that celebration because you know there's so many things to celebrate for the month of December. For the whole year, actually, 
when you stop resisting the change and just allow yourself to feel, you will get clarity. When you stop judging yourself, criticizing yourself, dig deeper. Is there any criticism in there? Are you criticizing yourself for wanting to change something that has worked so well for you? Is it a fear of discomfort? Like always ask yourself and answer the questions because you don't want to suppress them. When you just let yourself be, then you will get clarity. And here's another thing. You have to rest in the knowing. You have to rest in the knowing that you will find clarity. What delays clarity is resistance. When you resist and you resist and you rush and you want to, to, to get the new service out before your, your, your savings run out, you're causing resistance. You're not letting it flow. You're blocking it. And so it causes more delay, right? So you have to rest and trust yourself that you will wake up this this new thing will shape and you'll get clarity way before you run out of savings or whatever. Like that's not even in the cards. Running out of money is a fear that we have let go so long ago. Like when you're skillful, you can always make money. And that's what I want you to step into because people stepping into business, going after goals because they need, they need, they need it is felt by the other person in the conversation. It is felt by the audience reading your social media posts that you want to sign them because you need. But, but then the best services are built, are made when you're giving. And then the money is the compensation. The money is the reward. The money is just the natural exchange. So you will always receive it when you're coming from a place of give, right? Going back dissolve the resistance and allow yourself stop thinking how long will it take me to get clarity will it take me two weeks three weeks four months before you know it it might even just give yourself three days and you're done like you have the clarity so you have to trust at this moment still trying to control when you will get the clarity when i hope it's before the savings run out so let go of that allow yourself because you it will turn out faster than you ever thought Maybe you're thinking weeks, but maybe it will take hours. Maybe after this call, I don't know. Dissolve resistance, allow clarity to come. When the clarity is there, obey. Because you'll feel it. You'll get excited Thanks. when you think of the new offer. Cool. I oh. love what change in boredom management. How do you do boredom management? <laughs> we need a master class about boredom management. I learned this from a client as well, and she talked about it in her podcast that um, it gets to a point where you get bored, and then she calls it boredom management because sometimes when you don't manage that, you end up sometimes doing things that are not your actual goals or you change directions, and it's just because you were bored at that certain season, like it's not, or at that certain moment, right? So that's also one thing that I did, and I... Uh, blur current spotlight right now but that's one thing that I also had to like realize last year because I tried a lot of things but I guess it's also when you take action with that boredom you also realize a lot of things and then you realize what's not for you and what's for you and then uh that's not for me and then I go to this to this part or maybe it's just not really bored with work what I realized last year was I was just generally bored with my life and so I didn't have to change anything with my work I needed to change something with my own life and so I just changed a routine in a day like I spent more time with my kid did something else I found a hobby um, I actually tried doing that art thingy 
And then I just realized that that's what I lacked, just a duty in my day and not really in my entire business. Nothing was wrong with my business, but just how I managed my day. That helps too. Yeah, I I need to change some of the routines that I have. I think it's also tricky because I am bored and I am impatient. <laughs> like I'm bored. I want to take action right away, but really boredom, since boredom is temporary, it's passing. I just need to sit still and let it be <laughs> and not decide and change anything while this is ongoing. But my impatience is not helping me with it. <laughs> I know you're where your impatience is coming from. It's the logical brain. That's what we always want to do. You are already comfortable. You know, yeah. And when a part of you says, Hi, I want to change, I need something new, your brain is wired to protect you because you're stepping into another territory of the unknown. I don't know how this service is going to be. I don't know what this service is going to be. I don't know who my clients are. Right. And so your brain will immediately tell you, Stick to this. And this is where the resistance is coming from. And this is where the impatience is. Fix it. We need to fix mm. it right now. You cannot be bored now. Yeah. You need to fix it. So this is your attempt to control everything. And this is so this is literally what I was reading earlier. I'm like, damn, this is so us. And so the challenge is to sit still, which is all which you're already doing. And I think you're in the right path on that. Sit still, observe yourself. What can you change? When you give yourself enough time, you don't make rush decisions. You know, you give yourself enough time to realign, to always ask yourself, is this what I want? But also to, not to a point where you're overthinking because that's paralysis. So giving yourself enough time, being aware and conscious enough, asking yourself where change can be made. And then you'll get to a point eventually where you're like, okay, I've gone through all the aspects. I'm ready for this. And when you say you are, then you go all in without looking back. And just knowing as well that it's safe. It is safe. If you if you ever come up to a decision to change, you're not stepping back because you already know everything. You're already expanded. You are not losing the sado. You can always come back to it when you want. Because maybe a few months from now, you'll find yourself excited to do it again because you miss it. And then you'll test the waters yeah. again. So like this is the flow. And sometimes you're just going to have fun. And if you're eating and paying your bills and you have savings and you have a husband and your family as well, I don't see anything to worry about. I have a question and I just thought about this, like, is it really because we are bored or are we just not used to the ease and the flow? Ooh, because it's juicy. We are so used to hard and we're working so hard. And now that systems are there and it's incoming, it feels weird. Is this right? So is that really boredom or uncomfortability of success and all of this being easy? Right? Hey, hey, I hope you're enjoying the episode so far. I know that many of you who listen to the Scale on Socials podcast are also entrepreneurs. So I recorded a free masterclass where I explained step-by-step how I signed premium clients for my social media agency month after month. The same strategies and systems, you guys, helped me make a full-time income as a business owner and have more time to travel around the world and be with my family. That's the best thing about it. I will leave the link in the show notes so you can watch it for free. Now back to the episode. Yeah, so cool. And I'm on point with Shane because we're so used to 
you know, the, the difficulty that we feel like if we're not struggling, something's wrong, like something's not working, but actually things have just gotten easier for us because we are at this stage and we've done the work and we deserve it. This is the beauty of it because you get to choose. And because we have done the work before, it gets to be easy for us. And because it's easy for us now, we can afford to explore what brings in fun at this stage without having to think, oh, nothing is coming in. I don't have clients because we're past that. We're at the stage where I have income. I literally know how to create more income, how to create to get more clients, how to make more projects. It's not boredom. It's because you have the space. You have, so you have the energy. You can now afford to think of what can I create? And this is where I want to come in to remind you that you're this freaking one journey in this floating rock thinking about stresses of the social media and business. This is your journey. How can you make this fun? I'm like, have, have fun, explore. Yeah. Even you figure out that, oops, not for me. You can literally <laughs> go back, you know? Thank you so much, Coach. That really helps. Yeah. Okay. Thank you, Coach Karen. I want to know who would like to share where they're at right now. Jade, Shane, Amy, Luis, Rana. So right now, Coach, like, I feel like I've gone through like the brand identity dilemma. When it comes to like, you know, establishing your brand and then you're seeing all this like people having the same brand style, like the visual style, you feel you don't want to copy them. But at the same time, you were questioning yourself, like, why are they doing the same thing? Why are they trying to position themselves on the, because when your brand is trying to attract, not just like the load feels, you're trying to attract them as well with the visual part. And when it comes to me, I have like a very fun side of who I am. Like I always want to reflect that on my brand, like the business brand. But at the same time, I have a different market that's completely way opposite of who I am. And then, when I've gone through the brand identity, like all of the shenanigans, the messaging, the core, the everything, you realize that your brand is not like all about you. It's also about your target audience. Like how are how are you able to attract them with your with your brand? Because from the very beginning, I thought like having a brand is like you know about you and all that that you know the, it has to reflect you but then when you dig deep it, your brand should speak to the target audience with i did struggle because the people they want to work with are want to do like luxury want to do like you know a really full-blown website that's like full of you know excitement but me i'm a fun person so if i've gone to like dilemma if if i should switch the market or if i switch like the brand or how I want to position myself. I did end up like realizing that I'm doing, I'm not doing this. Like the whole reason why I'm doing this is because of the market that I've chosen. So I ended up like choosing, speaking to the target audience one day, like I'm positioning myself as an agency. So it's like understandable to pick that part. Like I'm not positioning myself as a coach or a personal brand or like someone who's going to mentor anyone. So it did take a lot of time to realize that because, you know, having a brand is like, it's not just like a color scheme, palette, fonts, and all that. It got to speak to your target audience and then. Do you feel like you're suppressing a part of you 
by not fully expressing your fun side and your brand mm-hmm. because you want to keep you know your brand luxurious yeah. everything to what they think they would yeah i feel like that's what i need to like what's the branding is all about like you need to you need to meet halfway like you need to make sure that you're still so take like two things like you know um i'm very minimalist too but i i told them that i i could not be the luxury brand like i i cannot go to that part because whenever i speak i am fun like i am quirky or jolly so when it comes to like talking to luxurious brand you need to be as much as you know you, you know what i'm saying because like you need to be more professional yeah. more uptight and yeah. firm so it was a lot to decide between both but at the same time when you're working with the a branding strategy they would know that it can be halfway that you're still you and that's talking to the target audience so yeah to this day it's still a dilemma yeah but i love this ams because what i'm seeing really is you would like to express who you are you know you'd like mm-hmm. to to be fun to be who you are but there is fear in creating something that will discredit you in being way too fun that will, you know, that will reduce your credibility. And, and that's what I'm seeing. But also there's another side of there. There's a lot of aspects and I want to talk about it. So that's one. Another thing is that depends on who you're serving, but it is also one thing to feel expressed in your brand because you're, you're building websites for people. Your branding doesn't have to be their branding. Like you can have a full social media and brand of Amy, the agency who creates branding and web website for other people that is also reflective of them. It's like you create a brand that is reflective of you and you are capable of creating a brand that is reflective of them. But then you have to showcase that. I just really believe that it is possible to be fully yourself. So I would never want you to be in a place where you're holding yourself back because that is always and in all cases that I've seen holding your magic back. That's like you keeping your shine. You know, when you step back, when you when you put a fence and you don't express yourself fully, there's so much magic that gets suppressed and I don't want that to go to waste. But I understand the concern. So that's another thing. The thing with with building a brand is different. The brand is different from just the appearance, right? And you've you've said it. The thing is when you create this brand for yourself, when you create this brand for your agency, you're not just talking about how you look. We're talking about how you are talking because I see your talking heads and your stories and, and your tone of voice to people and the message that you put out. That is a brand. When you create a brand, people have the trust on you, not on your creations. You know, so they have trust on you. And this, if I want you to look at it in the perspective of the brands that you believe in, say, for example, Huda Beauty here, it is, it is a business in Dubai. They started with lip, lip kits. They made such amazing lip kits that people wanted more from them. And so they started expanding and they now have mineral powders and they now have eyeshadows and mascara and all those things. But they started with one and people believe in Huda Beauty, not in the lipstick. So because they believe in Huda Beauty and the and, and the capability of that company, whatever they put out, people buy. And do you see coaches that you really love and you don't even know what they're selling, but you like would love to buy it because it's made by them and you trust that they create good stuff? So the trust is towards the person 
And you, as the owner of the agency, the trust is towards you. But that doesn't mean that the things that the product will be the same as yours, because when they believe in you, and then your messaging can start to shift. And you can say that you're not just building the website to build a website, you're building a website reflective of who they are. So where you draw the line is, it can be possible that in your Instagram, you treat it like it is your brand because it is. And you talk the way you want, you post the way you want. But then you also have that avenue where you showcase the work that you do for your clients, which is very different from the work that you do for yourself. So you have a very quirky brand. That's your personality. And then you have this landing page or you have this carousel pinned in your profile that is your work created for clients. And people will go there and they will come and see that, oh, okay, this is Amy's brand. And, you, and they continue to believe in you because you're now a thought leader. You've, you've made a brand of yourself. And then they also see that in that you are capable of creating brands for clients that reflect them. So they see the best of both worlds. Loyalty is built towards you. And so when they come to you, they know you, not just what fits to them, but also they see how capable you are of doing something that is for them. So that's where I see the line and you can have both. You can enjoy creating your content. And I think you will love creating more of your content when you're expressed and you're not holding yourself back. At the same time, being very smart and having places in your profile, in your website that showcases what you've done for others. And people can see, oh, it's different. So she's capable of doing this. This is, this is what I want more. Well, I hope that makes sense. But I just really want you to have more fun because you're going to want to be in your business, wake up and do things when you love it. You're not holding it back. Thoughts from the group? Would love to hear yeah. that. I have a question like, why can't fun or quirky not be luxurious? Ooh. You know what? Shane is just bringing spicy hot questions today. I'm like, I'm out. Who said that they, they can't be in one brand together, right? I, I mean, feel like when it comes to the visual branding, when we talk about the visual branding, we just really need like a good graphic designer probably to make it fun, but not cheap. But then there's still also this like hint of premium and luxury, but this brand is fun and still lively and exciting or like whatever, right? I agree to that part. Like when I said, like I'm opposite of like where I'm trying to attract is not because the fun and quirky are like are not taken seriously, but I feel like when I say fun, it means that I'm a fan of like really neon or like bold colors. Like I am a fan of like mint green. I'm a fan of like you know those colors. But when it comes to like Mar, the web website that I work on, they're more like fan of pastel like uh, the subtle, the minimalist looks, which, you know, that's one of the parts where I am still looking for more challenges because I've seen, I've seen like a lot of web designers who are like diving into different like design style. And I feel like my dilemma is not like, you know, it's not just like ab about the brand and everything, but also the design style. Like I'm trying to second guess, like why am I working on just like really luxury and or pastel subtle or like this like website? they have more different like design approach than what I want to do. So I think that's one of the dilemma too. Like why am I, why it's like I'm trying to approach like a different design set where I can be more flexible and more fun. You know, web designers have different design styles too. So whenever I do something, it's outside me. It's like, there's so much resistance. I can do it, but you know, what 
Coach Karen said, you can do it, but there's so much energy coming out from you to do it. So yeah, that's one of the dilemma that I did realize too, coming up with the design style as well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Have you found previous clients who love the same colors as you do, like the neon bold colors, who are also willing to pay premium as you know, as premium as the luxury brands? Right. Yeah, definitely coach. Like they're, they're more like in the industry of like the tech. Like the tech industry are more into like if you've seen them saddle website, they're more even though they have like a really subtle, but they're more like a, have a really strong color yeah. choices. And then some really good SaaS company would really pick those really strong neon colors because at the end of the day, they're more focused on being involved in the tech industry where tech industry is all about having the the dark mode neon yeah yeah, so but you're not targeting those but you're not not, targeting that one of the dilemmas to like you know you're thinking like should i like you know try that design style because i can be more specific whenever i try to do like i can build like my clients are so satisfied but they did not realize how much energy i have to put in just like get that beautiful and so uh slow baton brand looking (laughs) yeah yeah Yeah. i love it ames because like when you're at this you're really being called to level up as well because again you're no longer just a service provider you are a brand yourself so i think it's a non-negotiable to be yourself in your business and be yourself in your brand because this is the very very thing that can make or break you like it's non-negotiable to have fun in your business to be fully expressed. And I mean, a thousand percent expressed. And if if the hesitation is coming from, will I attract brands that won't pay me as much as these luxury brands are paying me? I think we have to clear that up now because I feel like if you are fully expressed in your business, you will attract people who would want to be expressed in their business. And that's power. Like when you embody that in your own, that you can make premium income even if you know like breaking all the rules that you have to be a certain way in order to charge premium right you have to be a certain way in order to to be deemed luxurious you break that because you are your own brand fully expressed you'll attract people who want to be fully expressed in their own brands as well so that's i think one of the things that i think we cannot negotiate at this point and when you suppress any even just 0.05 percent of yourself that takes a toll on you. Later on, you'll feel yeah. like you're, you're, you're going to re- restrict yourself saying this or doing this because it is not according to the brand, but the brand is you. So you set the rules mm-hmm. for it. And I would love for you mm-hmm. to do that and see how it works. Because when you do that, you will attract people yeah. who are like, oh, I want to be as expressed as this person. And then they'll yeah. come to you and maybe instead of sticking with their pastels, what they really want is actually to have a bolder, a more mm-hmm. lively yeah. website. And, and more than just a service provider, you are now an expander to them because you have proven mm-hmm. that, you know what, I can actually charge a hell of a premium price with my quirkiest self ever. Yeah. That's Yeah, that's I, I agree to that. But hit. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Everything like you said, Coach, I agree like, you know, whenever you're, whenever you're going through like something like different, like what Coach Karen is going through, when you're trying to make a decision and there's so many things that you need to consider first before jumping onto that new thing, like for example, new skills, new service, 
And then now you're jumping into new design style, which is going to cost you like time as well. But at the end of the day, it's like you still need to decide for your business. Okay. And Coach Karen is working with events planner, wedding planners too. As you know, their website, they do have that really minimalist and have that pastel or really um, different approach. And I think I'm just like at that place, Coach because you were exactly like I'm putting myself in a box trying to keep up with this industry where I, I know that I can do something that's really exciting because that's where all the resistance are coming from. And it, yeah. it did take time to realize where's the resistance yeah. coming from. I thought that I was like I outgrowing like the design and everything, but I, then I realized I'm not like standing you are definitely expanding. And I will take you to the time when we talk about you leaving Pinterest because you wanted to go to web design. You followed what was exciting for you. You followed what was fun for you. And so going back to that one direction that can never go wrong is ask yourself, is this going to bring me joy doing this? Which path has the least resistance? Which path is the easiest, is the most fun for me? I promise you with all my life, you'll get paid for it. You'll get paid higher than you are earning right now because you're fully expressed. Joy and excitement and alignment can never, ever, ever go wrong. And I want to say this, and I'm coming from a place of maintaining OBS of where it is for the past two years. And I'm about to make a massive decision in the next few days and you're going to see it. I am so freaking excited. And I, let me tell you, like I've been dead for the past weeks. Because I'm brewing this decision and decision is blowing my mind. And I'm like, how could you, after investing tens of thousands of dollars to build a program where it is right now, how could you tear it down? I'm like, am I self-sabotaging? Am I bored? Like, am I just throwing what I've learned from like a $30,000 investment? Like, I have all these questions. In the end, I come back to what will bring me excitement? Because when I'm excited, I become the best coach for you. And when I'm becoming the best coach for you, recommend me to others and you love to pay me. And this is how, this is the cycle. When we love what we do, we get paid for it. And this is where I tell you in its realest sense, you gotta trust the process because this transition that you're going to be doing, it would be a rough, rough road, but yeah, it will be rewarding. I'm actually just like super excited, but just, you know, when I was like going through that and, and, I, and I did ask them, what can I do to make me realize that this is what I want to do? And then I reached out, like I, I reached out to like a different design agency who are tapping with different industry. And I was like, hey, are you looking for like additional team members in your team? I've been looking to actually, you know, try different market. I would just love to see if I can be part of your team and, you know, get some project going. It's surprising that, you know, they would say yes, because... I just want to try and, you know, coach, make myself realize that, you know, I can serve different markets that will bring the best out of me without like too much resistance. But at the end of the day, like what I'm grateful for is that we always find ways to address like what's going on instead of like trying to lie down on the bed and trying to have so much idle time. Yeah. Now I'm in the position of like, I think it, this is like price, just knowing what to do next is one of the things that I've learned inside OBS instead of like holding yourself back and trying to realize things on your own when you have like a support system who can help you out. So yeah, I'm excited. Just imagine being like your most expressed self online and also charging the highest. 
And I like that. It just like blows my mind. I'm like, okay, everyone is burning themselves to death with work and with coaching and one-on-one. I'm like, how can I work the least amount and then earn the most? Like, how can we change the rules that we've been conditioned to do? Right? Yeah. Like hourly rate. You're all here because you wanted to move out of the hourly. You want to go premium and package. And that's the work that we're doing. So we're always stretching and we're always moving. But then as we do that, you know, things become easier for us. We are more fearless as we go. We move with with more wisdom. And so I need you to trust yourself in this process that you have done this before. It was just a different scenario. It was just like a Pinterest website. It's the same thing. It's one thing to another, breaking comfort zone, trying something new, following what feels more fun for you. And I assure you, and I assure you, you will be able to charge higher. You'll be able to receive more. Clients will come with ease more because nothing is like the brand. And people have misunderstood this. Brand is you. Personal brand is you. You set the rules. And I want you to not just fall behind what the industry is already doing, but to really trailblaze and start something of your own that really excites you. Because me, it excites me for a day to come when I would spend 20 minutes coaching, but then the impact it makes in the business and life of my clients is immeasurable. And I have the most income. So I'm thinking in a way that is not following burnt out coaches, like one-on-ones and all those things. I want you to think in a way of, if I set aside every every rule that has been made up to this point, what will I do? If I get paid anyway for what I'm doing, what will I do? I'm sure you will choose one where you feel expressed and yourself. So I wonder, I wonder what will be that brand when you're fully expressed, Ames. Uh, we will see. And we'll wait it and we'll wait for it to unfold. I'm excited because I have like a one final project for a like you know like serious like website and then I think next year I'm so ready to be the fun. <laughs> Let's get to the good part. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love you, it. Though. I love thank it. You. I feel the expansion. Um, thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode of the Scale on Socials podcast, the show for action takers who are ready to turn their goals into reality. If you found value in this and would like to work closely with me and my team and learn how to sign premium clients online, here's what you have to do. Go to my Instagram at makeithappen that is spelled as at M-A-E-K-I-T happen and send me a DM with the word O-B-S. That's letter O-B-S. My aim is to help social media managers and service providers turn your skills into an actual profitable business. We will teach you the strategies, the steps, and the tools that you need so you can be consistent in getting high-quality clients and serve them with confidence. Again, head over to my Instagram at makeithappen and DM me the word OBS and we will have a quick chat to see whether or not I can help you scale online. All right, I'll speak with you soon and don't forget, we have one life. Live it to your best today. Bye.